Hello, welcome to another episode of Joda Please. This is episode four. If this is your first time being here, welcome. This is a very comfortable space. Um, we talk about everything, whether it is beauty, fashion, um, relationships, dating, marriage, all of that. We talk about it. Um, it's a very fun interactive space. I feel like this allows a lot of my supporters to really see my mind and, you know, the madness behind the magic. Um, I'm so excited to uh, bring in the new year with this episode. Um, happy, 22, uh, happy 2023. I'm excited. This year is going to be a lot of cuking. A lot of things are coming and be prepared. That's all I have to say. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships. This episode is called Relationship Talks because there's going to be many, many subtopics within this topic. And I went on my Instagram live and I asked some of my supporters to just give me some ideas and some questions. And I have so many, so, so many that I decided that I was going to do a two part series. So this is the first part of Relationship Talks. The first question or I would say idea we had was, should we stay single in college? So let's really dissect this. So college is a time for, you know, finding yourself, meeting new people, making new relationships. I believe that college, you shouldn't go into college thinking like, oh, I'm going to find my man, you know. And as an African, right, we're always pressured, you know, when we go to college. Because like as soon as you get out of college, your parents are expecting you to be in a relationship, to have a boyfriend or to have some type of assurance that hey like I'm about to get married like you know so I think that some we already have that pressure on ourselves to find someone when we're in college but I think you should go into college with an open heart and mind like hey I'm going there to discover myself you know study get good grades but at the same time I would love to find someone but I don't think you should really just say hey I'm just going to college to date because you'll be very disappointed college is not the grounds for dating. What I have to say about that is, especially if you're an African, right? And, you know, the African community in most colleges are not very big. And as an African, we're always dating each other, especially, you know, if you come from a home where it's like, oh, you know, you want to marry a Ghanaian or you want to marry a Nigerian. And you go to college thinking I'm going to find your Ghanaian wife or Ghanaian husband, my sister, tread lightly. You see, the population of the African community in college is not very large. So you find yourself dating each other. It's a very scary thing. You think, oh, you know, I found my man. You know, this guy is so handsome, so mysterious. I bet nobody knows him. I'm going to get to know him. My sister, everybody knows him. He has become like COVID-19, very uh, around and uh, contagious to all. Um, so you have to be very, very careful. I think dating in college is scary because you never know who's dated who. And it's like, you never know until you date the person, everyone's talking, you know. So you have to be careful. Dating in college is very, very tricky. I think you should widen your horizon. I think the perfect time to date, like, in college would probably be when you're graduating. Because you get to meet more people and, like, you're an adult and, like, it's just so much better. I just think, like... Dating in college is so toxic because nine times out of 10, the men are not mature enough to even a lot of the men in college are not looking to be serious. And the ones that are serious are already taken. So just be careful with that. I think you should 
stay single until you find somebody, until you feel like, hey, I'm ready. But, you know, dating in college, I wouldn't recommend. The next um, idea is how to get over a breakup. Hmm. You see, how to get over a breakup. This question is very, very interesting to me because let's, let's really go back to it. How did we get here? Like, how did we get into a breakup? I think before we can answer this question, we have to think about what are some things that uh, we do not pay attention to when we're in a relationship that lead us to breakups. So I think for me, sometimes as a, as a woman, as a as an African woman, sometimes in the past, I see myself like meeting a guy and I'm like, you know what? I noticed some small, small things about him that might be red flag. The flag is not quite red, but it's almost like pink. But it's like, I see it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen. I think we have to really pay attention to those red flags and really say, hey, I should cut it off now before it gets worse. Because I think sometimes we don't realize that the reason why we break up with people are always us ignoring those red flags and not paying attention to them and just saying, you know what? It's okay. Like, I'll, you know, it's whatever. I, it doesn't matter. Um, he's just a man. And the crazy thing about uh, dating in our generation is that manipulative people will try to always make you feel like there is this window of amazingness, right? And they give you this window of amazingness and they show you like, they'll do some good, something good for like maybe like two weeks and then they are toxic. So that whenever you want to leave them, they can, you know, you, you'll you go back to them and be like, oh my gosh, maybe they are good because this one time they were so nice to me or this one time they took me out on a date or this one time. And then you feel like, oh wow, maybe they do have a good some goodness in them. Maybe I can bring that up. It's not your duty, my sister. You are not a priest and neither are you a doctor. There is no need for you to be trying to dissect anything, okay? It is not your duty. See those rare flags in the beginning and deal with them right there and then. Because I believe that the hardest thing to ever do is to be in a toxic relationship and have someone broken up with you with something that you saw from the beginning. Imagine they are breaking up with you when you're not even the problem. And the crazy thing is that a lot of uh, manipulative people or terrible people they will twist it and turn, they will send the, uh, the bow around and then you will feel like you're the problem. So I think um, I think that it's important to notice those red flags. It's very, very important to notice those red flags. The next topic, um, uh, subtopic is how to get over a talking stage. So let's really talk about talking stage. What is talking stage? A lot of people define talking stage as like the first part of the relationship. And, you know, I think talking stages are very important parts of the relationship because that is when you are molding yourself. You're really getting to know somebody, you know, you're really seeing how they are, what takes them off, their cons and pros, their red flowers and their green flowers. I think that is an important part of the relationship because you are getting to know the person. You are deciding if this is someone that you want to date. It's a very, very important part of a relationship. And sometimes when it's not, when the communication is not clear, the two parties are confused. One person's thinking, oh, I'm in this, you know, he, his, in, his intentions are clear. And another party is like, I'm playing. 
uh, came to play. <laughs> this is a play for me. I don't mean this. And for me, I think it just can be very, very troublesome when people do, don't do what they say and then don't say what they do. But the thing about the talking stage is that it is a time for you to find yourself. So imagine that you meet someone and you're like, hey, this person is a great guy. I really like him. I'm seeing really positive things about them. But as you go on, you realize this isn't someone for me. Like, he's terrible. And now I've noticed these things and I changed my mind. And that is okay. The whole point of the talking stage is that this is not an actual relationship. We are getting to the relationship. And so I think that should be very clear. I think when communication is is clear, I think people can understand what is going on. But when there is no communication, it is very trash, very trash individuals. Um, I think one thing about insecure, I would say insecure men, is that they will make you feel like you are the one that's mad. Because, for example, you meet a guy, right? And you say, wow, he's a great guy. I really like him. And then he tells you, I'm not looking for no relationship. I'm not looking to be with nobody. And then you're like, cool, we can be friends. But then he ends up doing something that's relationship. And you're like, ah, I thought you said that you are not looking for anybody. You're not looking to be in a relationship. So why are you treating me like I'm your girlfriend? Because a lot of times, a lot of men are afraid to really, really say what they're looking for because they're afraid to get hurt. They want to be able to have one leg in and one leg out so that when the ship hits the fan, they can be like, you know what? I never really gave a heck about you. I was just doing try and error. You really think I freaking cared about you? And that's just the crazy part about the talking stage is that people are not clear. People are not honest as to what they want. Therapy is very important. Get therapy so that you are not like this, so that you don't lead people on. You say one thing and you don't want to do one thing. Um, I think love bombing in the talking stage is very scary. I think it should be a bright red flag for you. As soon as you see a guy or a girl, just in the first week of talking to them, they're, hey, baby girl, hey, baby boy, Um, I care about you. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. You love me at this time. In this time, you love me. Please be for real with me. Please be so sincere with me. Love is a very strong word to be throwing around the first week of the talking stage. Like, please be so sincere with me. You can't love somebody in the first week of knowing them. I mean, I guess love at first sight is a real thing, but it just doesn't seem realistic to me. Get to know somebody properly. Get to know them as a friend. And then you can move on to that. I think sometimes the people that always say, I'm not looking for nothing, I'm not looking for a relationship, be the first ones to be love bombing. You, They be the first ones to be love bombing. You're not looking for anything. But now you are just stressing the girl. You're worrying her, calling her baby. Like some people are emotionally weak. So you say all of those things. You are trying to stir something up. And then when you, when you are done with whatever and you are done with her, you don't want to talk to her anymore. Now you've left her in a dishambled, disheveled. I will call you a demon. I will really call you a demon because that is a sick tactic. You know, that's a very demonic tactic. I feel like that type of tactic should be uh, illegal. Um, um, I feel like talking. the talking stage is the time for you to get to know someone. Talking stage is the time for you to really just allow yourself to get to know somebody breathe 
And one of the scariest things scariest things to do is um, go into a talking stage thinking, I'm just going to uh, date five guys and whichever one wins, wins. No, that is very, very scary. A lot of people say that um, the talking stage allows them to date other people or talk to other people because it's like, oh, you know, I'm getting to know people. This is not, you know, but at the same time, you cannot allow your heart to just open up to five people. That's insane. Like at some point you're going to be invested in at least one of them and you need to be able to have a clear mind. You need to be able to have a clear vision of who this person is. You can't just be talking to five people. Uh, Who are you? I mean, like just be so for real, be so sincere. And then you ask God to fight my demons, fight your demons. Meanwhile, you are the demon. You are, you are the demon because that is just insane. Um, and that's how people get their hearts broken because there, there are situations where men will talk to three different women and treat each woman the same, like the same way. And then be like, may the best woman win. You don't take into account that you, you can hit somebody you don't take into account that you can break somebody's heart. That is a very devilish uh, tactic. I believe the talking stage is, a, is where communication should be clear. Communication should be clear. Put everything on the page. Okay, we are getting to know each other. We are uh, allowing ourselves. And then you can see you are dating. Um, I think that I don't believe in like... Uh, just being friends with guys like I don't believe in like meeting a guy and him being so invested in me and telling me oh I'm just looking for friends my friend if you don't clear off you're looking for friends do I look like I I need friends I have enough friends I do not need in my big age I unless you are a creativity person you are you are you are someone I like to I mean of course I like to talk to my partner but unless you're somebody who is like a a funny you can make me laugh and those things even that you can make me fall in love but i don't i don't like that but anyways i don't have enough room for friends friendship people people will manipulate you with friendships i'm telling you right now women shine your eyes you will think this man oh he wants to be my friend oh handsome man he's everything you want in a man and he wants to be your friend you think he doesn't know that you like him and then now he has entered into your your home and you have allowed your heart to be a ransacked by a man who wants to be your friend let's cut that the talk people like to confuse the talking stage with uh whatever um, ideologies they have like friends with benefits those things um i think the talking stage is when you get to know someone well the talking stage is not when you're careless a lot of people are really careless during the talking stage because they feel like oh this isn't anything, you know, this isn't, um, we are not exclusive. So, um, I can do whatever, you know, if I decide to break your heart, what the heck are you going to do? Beat me? You can't beat me. You're not my girlfriend. You're not my boyfriend. And that's just crazy to me because I don't believe in dating with no intention. I don't, I, I believe that if I'm talking to you, if I say, if this is, a, if I, if we establish that we're talking to get to know each other, it is to get to into dating into a relationship i don't believe in talking what are we talking for so you're telling me i'm talking to you for free you're telling me i'm talking to you for free for vibes oh no 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 no. i'm not talking to you for vibes i'm sorry that is not my culture i'm so sorry yeah wrong memo yeah yeah i think you got a wrong memo no 
do not waste your time with people who come into your life saying, oh, I'm just looking for a vibe. I'm talk- I'm- I want to talk to you. Talk about what? You like me? You want to date me? A marriage? If not, clear off my face. Seriously, you're wasting my time. Because at the end of the day, right, men know what they want. <laughs> men know what they want. One week of knowing you, he should know if he likes you. And if he likes you, it's not those kind of basic like, like, oh, I like you, you're pretty. No, I'm talking about I like you and I'm going to pursue. Pursue. Do you know the definition of pursue? Greek word per. Sue. To pursue someone. It means to get to know a person. To, to, really, to really get to know a person. Really, pursue. Pursue to hunt. Okay, I don't like that word hunt. It's giving very much misogynistified. But let's really talk about this. Okay, we look at... Um, okay, I'm really going to get very, very theological right now. So when you go into the forest, right, the safari, you have the lion, right, and the prey, which is the deer. And uh, the lion, right, also has a, a pursuer, which is the hunter. So the hunter is pursuing the lion, and the lion is pursuing the prey. So because the uh, hunter is pursuing the lion, he follows the uh, lion everywhere he goes. He watches the lion. He monitors his move. He sees what the lion likes and what doesn't like. He uh, does all of these things. I'm not really talking about the the attack part. I'm talking about the method the hunter takes to to pursue the lion. And I think you can kind of uh, match it to how uh, women and men pursue each other. You get to know somebody. You see what they like. You see if you're compatible with them. You see all of those things. I believe the talking stage is very, very important because this is the stage for you to really, really see someone for who they are, not how they look. Because I'm telling you, fine boy, fine girl is not going to take you anywhere. Yeah, you look like Majid Michael. So freaking what? I mean, after a while, I'm going to get bored of your face. Let's be very honest. Let's be very sincere. Handsome gay, handsome boy. After a while, it's still, it's still, it's spoils. You know, the beauty, you know, but the inner beauty, like the inside, your heart, your heart is what I really freaking care about. And, you know, and one thing about me is personality is a big deal for me. I love personality. Once I see somebody whose personality really uh, makes my heart uh, flattered, I hold them sincerely. I hold them closely to my heart. It's very important to me to find a person who has an amazing personality, a character. You know, the face, yeah, it's nice, yeah. The height, yeah. You are tall, yeah. But do you have sense? Are you, are you nice? Are you caring? Those are important things for me. So yes, I do believe that talking stage is important. And I really deviated from the question, <laughs> which is how to get over a talking stage. Um, how to get over a talking stage is really, really just see this talking stage as a a lesson. I know we say that, God, we are, we are tired of the lessons. We are okay. We have learned enough. But the talking stage is... Um, it's a it's a it's a very fresh stage right do not put your heart on the line if you put your heart on the line on the talking stage it is really your own fault really because there's no reason for you to be putting your heart on the line in a talking stage 
this is a stage for you to really get to know someone and to say, hey, I'm getting to know you as a person, to know you if, if you're a good individual, if someone I can be around, someone I can't get tired of. And once you start to say, uh, I'm talking to this person, he's fine, he has to be my husband. If it's not my husband, I will die. If it's not my husband, I will be sick. You are sick. You yourself are sick. It's not it's something that is inside that you are sick. Therapy. Because because there's no reason for you to be doing Romeo and Juliet in the beginning of the talking stage. Love bombing in a talking stage is very toxic. You can't meet a girl and all of a sudden she's your baby. In fact, I don't like to be called baby. Call me my name. You know, when Jesus created me, he created me for a purpose. He did not say your purpose is to be baby or a baby. Yes, I was a baby when I was in my mother's womb and I was born and I became a brave. But now I'm a woman. So I don't want to be called baby in the fresh stage. I think only my husband is allowed to be call calling me baby because obviously it's like a nice, I would say, perch name. But you, in the fresh stage of my talking stage, you should not be calling me baby. It's an ick. Don't call a girl baby at a, such a fresh stage of the talking stage. Call her by her name, mommy. Hey, mommy, how are you doing? It's even cuter if you add mommy Adawawa. Adawawa. Mommy Adawawa. Then I know, oh, you freaking care. But if you just say, breathe, um, beer, switch, uh, sugar plum, mm -mm, and eek, I don't like it. Um, okay, let's go to the next topic, which is, is ghosting justifiable? Okay, let's really say this. Are you a ghost? No. So why would you do the act of ghosting? I think ghosting should be illegal. I think ghosting is childish and immature. The only time you should be ghosting somebody is if they are, uh, your life is in stake or if you are being stored. Ghosting should be illegal. Do not ghost people. Ghosting is illegal. Do not ghost people. When you ghost people, it shows that you are very immature. It shows that you are you have a small brain like a mice. Um, I believe that you should not ghost people and communicate well. You know, if you are talking to somebody, you realize, you know what? You're not going to be my spec. I'm not interested in you anymore. You, you need to confide in that person and say, hey... I really thought this was going to be something. I really thought we were going to work. And I, you know, it just feels like you're not really the person I'm looking for. Or, you know, in a very nice, uh, sublime way where you are not pressing the uh, dagger to their hearts. Just in a very sweet, solemn way. But hey, I, you know, I no longer want to continue. Because for you to have, you know, there's some women who like to... Uh, they will ghost men and they will have them chase them like a, a, a cheetah a chasing an antelope. He's chasing you everywhere. You're like, oh my God, why he bothering me? He's he like he want to be with me so bad because you you have not communicated to the man that he wants him to leave him leave you alone. He thinks that you are uh, still involved with him because you never really told him that hey this is over. You just be telling him you are busy. Even some men will do it. They will be talking to a woman, then all of a sudden, ghost because you found another woman. Please be matured. Be so freaking matured. At your big uh, elderly, 
grandiose age of 32 and you are ghosting women. That is something that I think harbor is being harbored. A lot of her, her men harbor those personalities from their mothers because um, you have somebody like a woman figure in your life who babies your stupidity. So that allows you to be a jerk. And so you continue with this behavior. Please do not ghost women. Who are you? Mufasa? Be so for real. Treat women with kindness. Uh, speak to her. If you, have, if you feel like, you know, I think it's even like an ego problem. You are egotistic. You are egotistic. Egotistic men, as big as grandiose they can be, they have a small um, heart. They are, they are very small in stature, in, 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 in inner stature. Um, because, you, for example, you meet a woman whose personality and character is so um, amazing and you are like, Oh, she's she's so this is what they would say. They say you are dangerous. She's dangerous. She's a dangerous woman. I have to stay away from her because you are too good. Oof. That is <laughs> that is a sick mentality. How can you say that a woman is too good? So you have to ghost her. Really? Be so freaking for real. That that requires not only therapy but the hand of God. There's no reason for you to be ghosting a woman because she's too good for you or ghosting a man because they are too good for you. Like, please be for real. Get therapy. Get help. Heal. That is not healthy. That is so not healthy. Don't ghost people because, you know, it's very stupid. Um, the culture of ghosting is very, very stupid. I think clarity. Be clear in your intentions with somebody. And if you realize that this is not what you want, let it go. I think a lot of women, right, the reason why they ghost men is because they're afraid of their responses that they're going to get or like they're going to be insulted, all kinds of stuff. Please, my sister, ghost, ghosting is not uh, better. Let him know that, hey, I'm no longer interested in you. I no longer want to continue. And I've realized that, you know, we are not on the same page. You know, be very, very sincere and honest. Honesty is the best, best best medicine be honest with people um and yeah i think that's how you know it is also good for your mental health because ghosting people shows that you are a sick individual um ghosting people shows of your mental uh, weakness um also i wanted to talk about this when it comes to dating um there there i know i'm attacking men a lot but <laughs> the patriarchy forgive me but I'll continue to um, my condolence, sorry. But uh, it's, it's really just to get my point across. Please don't get offense. Um, you know those men that morph a personality, a form, so they find women uh, that, and they find who their women's ideal partners are and they morph into them only for a short while until they get what they want, like a um, lizard uh, or world gecko, world gecko. You are sick. You're not kind of like a psycho. That's a very psychotic thing to do, to morph yourself into somebody desirable. So that's what? That is a very sick thing to do. Please don't do that. It's very, very sick. Um, just allow yourself to be yourself. And if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. Because you know you are a terrible man. All you do is do hookah. Monday to Friday, and you 
go and watch football. You are a very useless person. Excuse me. Sorry, I digress. Be honest and be genuine. Be sincere. There's no listen. The world has had enough heartbreaks. Continuous heartbreak for what? Why? Are you a demon? We are all suffering. We are all suffering. We are all every day. We are looking for the next meal, and then you come and you make everybody's life hell and dark. Please don't be the one. Don't bring more pain into a world that is full of pain. Please be the angel. Be the angel. This 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 uh, cycle of breaking hearts, heartbreak. Let's end it. We are in a generation of uh, we are already in pain. So I just think it's very important that you're clear and, you know, whether it is the talking stage, whether it's just the dating stage, just be very clear and communicate. Just be very clear. It's very possible for you to not feel something at any stage of a relationship. It's very possible for you to change feelings at any stage of a relationship. Maybe you saw something, but just communicate because a lot of people like to do this thing, whether it's friendships or relationships where they wait till last minute until uh, the ship hits the fan. Then they're like, oh, well, this is what I don't like about you. Well, this is, excuse me. How dare you? I'm telling you, I'm, uh, you know, I'm opening up to you and now you want to, you know, I, I know this is so off of what we're talking about, but never, I just want to end this with this. Never ever use, never ever justify your actions by uh, gaslighting someone uh, with information or something you, you made up to make them feel bad. That is uh, the core manipulation, manipulative thing you could ever do. Very sick. You, 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 you concubates, concubates, mm, that's not a word. You create something uh, to make someone feel bad because you don't want to say you are sorry or you don't want to apologize or take, you know, take initiative of what you've done. Get therapy, get help, seek Jesus, find God, heal, do whatever you can to change um this is a part one of the part two c um episode and i'm so excited that you guys are sending in questions and everything and i can't wait to do part two of the relationship talk and wherever you're listening to once again whether it's your car your house i hope you enjoyed this episode and this is the era of joda please i feel it's in my trust. um i think this is the most iconic thing i've ever decided to decided to do um i'm very proud of myself this is my year and i believe this is your year too and if you listen to this this is definitely your year because we're just going to be dropping gems and yeah thank you for listening and have a wonderful day bye